0: Tasmania Talks with Mike O'Loughlin, weekday mornings from nine. It's Tasmania Talks, time for our entertainment guru, the wonderful Mr. Peter Ford. Pete, good morning and welcome. Good morning, Mike. Good to be back with you. Listen, it really is sad. I think what a wonderful, wonderful man... David Gulpalilla, well, I knew him as uh, David Gulpalilla, but he's uh, passing at, at really, well, 68's not that old. What a lovely bloke.
1: Oh, much too young. You know, when you think of the performances he could have given as he got older, and, you know, he was just so charismatic on the screen, and his story was such a fascinating one, you know, to yeah. think that he was just a young boy living on the land and in the Northern Territory, and this the director came along making a movie called Walkabout and spotted him and obviously saw that there was something about him that was going to work in front of a camera and he got that role and and overnight of course his life changed uh, totally dramatically. I is was that talking, what
0: started it? I didn't know. Yeah, it. yeah. He
1: obviously had no acting experience or training of any kind. You know, he hadn't even been to the city. And you can just imagine, I was talking yesterday to Darren Hinch and this is going back 50 years ago now and Darren was working in New York and somehow or other he got asked to show David around New York. And at this point, David was probably 15, maybe 16. And you can just imagine for a young kid who lived on the land in the Northern <laughs> Territory suddenly being taken around New York and seeing those skyscrapers, oh, yes. it'd be like us going to, to Mars, you know yep. but um, he went on to build up such a great body of work and he always, there was something quite mesmerising about him when he was on the screen, his eyes Seem to almost dance and, and tell a story themselves, and you know to think that he's been so sick now for a number of years, and he knew he was dying. I mean, he was told in two thousand and seventeen that he only had months to live, and he, of course, well and truly, exceeded all of those yeah. expectations.
0: I, lo- I just hope he gets a state funeral. I really do.
1: Well, I don't know that it's going to happen. Um, I think there's a... Well, to be honest with you, there's an elephant in the room, and it's got nothing to do with him being black, but he does have a domestic violence charge against him. Oh. He was uh, in sentenced to 12 months jail only about 10 years ago uh, for an assault of his wife, which actually saw her arm get broken. Now, she forgave him. He only did, I think, five years in prison, five, five months in prison. But um, that's clearly a very big black... Man. Mark, yeah, unfortunately yeah. and and it's you know overall it's such a wonderful picture but unfortunately you can't pretend that didn't happen so i think that may be a reason why he doesn't get it yeah. uh, i don't think anybody wants to really say it publicly but i think you'll find that's the reason why and also of course if if they didn't if the family wanted it we don't even know that they would want it it would have to be in keeping with you know the cultural and religious yeah. beliefs that that david has and his family have
0: listen when you see darren Hinch next, mention my name and ask how he got the scar on his wrist.
1: Oh well, that sounds very intriguing. Well, I see him quite a lot actually. He's in here. I'm in my little studio uh, getting ready to, to do the morning show, and he's often in here very early doing sunrise. And quite often our paths do cross.
0: Well, just him—he'll have a laugh with you. Um, let's talk about Adele. I mean, um, how the world's most popular songstress, if you will, appearing in Las Vegas now. I mean, she must mustn't be short of a quid.
1: No, it's an interesting gig. She signed up to do. I think it's three months of shows in Las Vegas, only on weekends, at Caesars Palace in the big room there, which of course is where Elton performs or has performed a lot through the years. Uh, Celine Dion, that's her room as well and, and now Adele. She's only going to do Friday and Saturday nights. It's called Weekends with Adele. And you can just imagine that a lot of people will, particularly from Los Angeles, oh, will yeah. make weekends of it and go and see her. And that's what Vegas is about. You know, they like to have these big shows where people think, yeah, I want to go to Vegas Vegas for the weekend and see that but of course they also want you to spend a lot of money in the casino while you're there.
0: That's one place in America I haven't been. Most places yes, not Vegas. I don't know why but I've never quite made it there.
1: Well I love Vegas I don't, it's not everyone's cup of tea I know people have been there and have hated it Um, but I have loved it since I was a very Mm. young guy who went there and uh, (laughs) I love the combination of sleeping in late and going to see shows every night and all sorts of different shows but when i first started going there the shows were very cheap to go to mm. you know you could go and see big name stars for you know 10 15 dollars now of course they're charging 150 200 and sometimes you can go and see two shows in a night yeah. and it's so it has changed a lot but i still love it
0: listen let's talk about uh, the sad passing of uh, brilliant brilliant composer steven sondheim
1: Yeah, well that's been terrible news for the theatre world and the music world over the last few days. He was 91 years old, so it was a pretty good innings, but he was still working. He was, he was giving interviews just last week and, you know, people just adored him. It's a very fascinating career because he actually didn't have a lot of commercial success. Uh, and yet he's revered as a genius and his music is adored by particularly people who work in the musical theatre world. Uh, I would defy you to try and find any big-name performer in the theatre world who doesn't have a, a Stephen Sondheim song in their top three songs of all time. Uh, and often these are songs that are taken out of musicals and they're songs often about emotions, they're about love, they're about loss. So they're not always easy to connect. He, he wrote The Words and the music. Music, um, except for two very early hits that he was involved in. That was Gypsy and West Side Story. and He did the lyrics. When I say only, he did the lyrics for, for both of those shows and other people did the music. But, um, yeah, he, there's no question he was a genius and he, the tributes have been fantastic for him.
0: Tell me, um, has the royal racist been revealed? We remember, you know, Oprah, the interview, there they were, and, you know, someone calling Archie a colour?
1: Yeah, Well, look, there's um, been reports over the last couple of days that it was Prince Charles, but I think you've got to read the reports with a bit of caution because I don't know that it's necessarily the same thing they're talking about that Harry and Meghan were talking about in the Oprah interview. Mm -hmm. Now, in this book that's coming out, written by a man called Christopher Anderson, he talks about the fact that Charles and Camilla were having breakfast, and he quotes them, word for word, and she, uh, supposedly he said, what colour is the baby's skin going to be, do you think? And But I think that's a different incident to the one Harry and Meghan are talking about. Now, I doubt that that, that one ever happened anyway. Uh, I, I don't know that there'd be many people who would be, you know, reporting that word for word yeah. to a journalist, because you're kind of dobbing yourself in, if indeed there was a footman or a butler there uh, when they were having their breakfast. I just I just can't quite get my head around it, to be honest. And there's also no evidence whatsoever uh, that, that- prince charles has any kind of racist attitudes and quite quite the opposite it seems very open and very embracing and uh his father may be a different story but i, I don't know that True. that's fair of prince charles but apparently he's so upset by it he's actually calling in lawyers
0: i saw the headlines calling in the lawyers interesting speaking of uh, royals how's harry and will are they getting on yet are we getting closer to uh, all of that or is it just all rumor and gossip
1: No, I don't think there's been much change there at all. I think they've spent a little time together, so there's no reason to think that they've grown any closer or repaired any rift. I can't see that happening. There's been a doco going to air in the UK in the last week, and that's talking about how the royal households all leak to the media, but also how they all leak against each other as well. So I think it's a very unfortunate thing and i don't know to be honest uh, as long as megan's around i don't know that it's going to be repaired quite
0: frankly fair call pete it's always a pleasure to talk with you and get all the goss indeed all the entertainment news from around the world and i appreciate your time and i look forward to having a chat to you next week good on you mike look forward to it See thank you. thank you indeed it's tasmania talks tasmania talks with Mike lachlan weekday mornings from nine